The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I'll be your captain as we once again set sail into the weekly discussion about anything and everything soaps. Now, over the past 22 weeks, I've learned that when you do a live show, Anything can happen, and it usually does. And sometimes you get ready for a show, and you aren't always sure that you're going to have a guest. But I'm pleased to let everybody know that we do. Uh, I can't believe this is already June 2010. It just seems like this year is whizzing by. And for those of you who've been listening since January, you know that we've had guests from just about every current daytime soap as guests here on Soap Central Live, except as you may have noticed, Days of Our Lives. I'm pleased to be able to tell you that we're about to change that this week. And since Days was preempted today for coverage of the French Open, what better way to get your days fixed than to tune in here and learn more about one of the show's big stars. We'll also be taking your calls, so get your dialing fingers ready, and you can call into 866-472-5788. That is toll-free. Let's get right into introducing this week's guest. My guest this week is a former Miss Teen USA who made her Days of, Our Lives, Days of Our Lives debut a little over three years ago. And she's not just another pretty face. She's also a dancer, a writer, an advocate, and I'm very pleased to say an outstanding Younger Actress nominee in this year's Daytime Emmy race. Please welcome to the show for the very first time, Shelley Hennig. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thank you so much for dropping. Intro. Thank you. <laughs> First, and we'll talk about it more later in the show, congratulations on your daytime Emmy nomination. Thank you so much. Uh, I guess, you know, did you ever think that that would be coming before your name? It, it's a permanent fixture now. You will always be, whether you win or not, you'll always be the daytime Emmy nominated Shelley Hennig. Yes, uh, I no, I never expected that that would happen. It's a pleasant surprise, and I'm really thankful and blessed and excited, and um, it feels pretty good because we all work really hard. So, you know, it's nice to have an award ceremony where I can see all the people we watch every day and of course. see their hard work and see them, you know, get rewarded for it. It's a good feeling, even just the nomination. That's I believe, is the hardest part, you know. Definitely. Uh, as someone who <laughs> hasn't been nominated for anything, I can definitely appreciate it. Uh, but we'll get to the whole uh, Emmy nomination in a minute. Let's sort of let's trace your path to the town of Salem. Uh, before you became a member of our soap opera community here, were you or anyone in your family soap fans? Not that I know of. Um, I know that my mom may have watched um, days like back in the day when she was growing up. She doesn't remember too much. 
Um, and then a babysitter of mine used to watch it. And I just remember seeing the hourglass every morning when she would come <laughs> over. And, um, I, yeah, so that I, I didn't really know anyone who was really into it. But now that I'm on the show, they're all coming out of the woodworks. And you're learning more and more each day about friends and family members that you have that are now new fans or have actually watched in the past. Yeah, I think that the hourglass is kind of hard to uh, avoid, even if you're not a, a soap fan. Certainly you... It's pretty iconic, yeah. You, people ask what you do, you tell them, and they're like, oh, yeah, the hourglass one. <laughs> so we're pretty recognizable. <laughs> now, have you always been interested in acting, or is this something that sort of popped up later in life for you? It totally popped up. My story is so weird and crazy. Um, I entered this pageant because my dance teacher, Samantha Sidwell, back in Louisiana, was like, you know, just do it. It's called Miss Louisiana Teen USA. Mm -hmm. You get a scholarship to a school out of state, you know, just do something larger than yourself. So I entered about two weeks before, got my dress from David's Bridal, <laughs> show up. It's like a really cheap dress, show up, and all these girls are in, I mean, amazing gowns, and I'm just like, what am I doing? But I had fun with it, and I think because I didn't know what I was doing, that's why I won. Um, <laughs> but then that night, people were like, we can't wait to see you on TV. And I'm like, oh, wait, they aired this on television? That's great, <gasps> because I didn't bring anyone. I didn't have, like, a, anybody in the crowd, really. What? And, uh, yeah, because I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I, it was just, I was just trying it out. So they were like, no, 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 when you go to Miss Teen USA, that's live television on NBC. And I was like, what? I had no idea it went on to something, I mean, just, incredibly huge. Unfortunately, it's not aired anymore, the Team USA, but right. um, I had a chance to be a part of that. And uh, so I just went, and um, don't ask me how, but I won. Again, I think it was just because I was just a normal teenager who just, you know, had things to say and was just myself. So I, I had a good experience with that. And how funny is this? Allison Sweeney was one of my judges. <laughs> Did, she Did she remember? Did she remember when she met you later that... You know, I mean, I, I, not right away. Finally, I went up to her, and I was like, Allie, I, you judged me. And then it all, like, came clear, you know, in her head. So that was a pretty cool conversation that we had. So so we need to, to rewind this and TiVo it back a little bit. You had okay. no previous pageant experience of any kind to even know what was going I, on. I had, um, like, I used to do, I, I was a huge dancer, and within the dancing competition, they have a modeling part where it was just more of, like, the fun, relaxing thing. I, I was comfortable just, you know, you just, they put on a song, you just walked across the stage. I don't know. It was, it, so I'm used to, you know, being on stage and doing things live, but I had never done something as big as Miss Teen USA. And, of course, in the Internet age, everything is online. And actually, the, <laughs> the big announcement for the Miss Teen USA is online on YouTube, and I had a chance to watch it. One of my uh, direct, or producers told me that. <laughs> it, was, it was very funny, because when whoever the host was, you, you couldn't quite make out their face, but they said, Vanessa you know, we're... Vanessa Manillo and the guy from E! or Entertainment Tonight. I forget his name. But anyway, yeah. And you were asked, you know, are you ready for the announcement to find out who wins? And you shook your head no back and forth. And the other girl from, from Hawaii was like, sure, yeah, let's go. Were you really yeah. not ready in that moment? No, I wasn't. I didn't know what I was doing. It was so weird. I mean, I just, I never think about outcomes. I just go with the flow. I adapt really well. And I just do what I'm told, basically. And <laughs> I just, I mean, 
there wasn't that much preparation involved because, I mean, in my mind, it's Miss Teen USA. It's not Miss USA, Miss Universe, Miss America. It was, you know, teen. So, I mean, really, all you have to do is just be yourself and just, I was comfortable in my own skin, so I think that helped. And I just didn't know what was about to happen. I mean, it was just scary. I I don't know, because I didn't even know, once you won Miss Teen USA, really what it involved. Um, I mean, I knew a little bit, but anyway, so it was a whirlwind, but an amazing moment. Uh, Things never really hit me right away. I mean, to this day, I've never had a moment of like, wow, okay, I won that. It's just, it's a good feeling, but I I, I don't know. Things never hit me. And same with the nomination. I guess I won't know until, you know, I'm sitting in the audience and a part of the rest of the nominees. It just, I don't know. I just kind of go with the flow, and I'm just thankful along the way. That's probably not a bad thing, though. It's certainly not a right, bad thing. Right, because I don't get myself nervous. I just go. I just do it. <laughs> okay. I don't have time to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Well, you know, you mentioned not knowing what was going to happen after the announcement, but I think there are a lot of people out there who are watching TV, and they have a lot of misconceptions about the whole pageant process. What do you Absolutely. Think, what do you think are some of the biggest misconceptions that people have? I did my senior project on this. Oh, wow. (laughs) I was a senior. I was about to start my senior year of high school when I won, um, and so I was really busy that year traveling, and thankfully, Destrehan High School back in uh, Destrehan, Louisiana, was really helpful and let me do the traveling as well as, you know, my schooling, and so um, I did my senior project on misconceptions of pageantry because they were like, you're so busy, why don't you do it on all your traveling that you've done, and I was like, how about I do this? Because... I, I mean, I had misconceptions about it. That's why I was a little hesitant to do it in the first place. But I knew it could get me scholarships or, I mean, God knows what else. I mean, you know, look where I'm at today. Um, right. And I don't plan on stopping. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, you know, it's I have a lot of friends that are still um, my friends that I met through the Miss Universe organization. Shandy Fennessy, who was in Miss mm-hmm. USA 2004. Tammy Farrell, who crowned me Miss Teen USA, Susie Castillo, who went on to be an MTV DJ, and uh, Nietzsche Face, and uh, sitcoms. I mean, everyone's doing really well. Um, anyway, we're all still really good friends, and they're just really down-to-earth, funny people, and there's nothing fake about them, and they're just really genuine, and uh, so I have a, a good group of friends around me that, you know, we're here in L.A. when I book the job, but we, we'll get on to that with the whole audition. Right and all that stuff, but I, I just, I, they're really down-to-earth people, that's really all I can say. I do know Miss America and Miss USA, uh, or rather the uh, Miss Universe organization, which owns Miss USA, Miss USA, and Miss Universe, by Donald, owned by Donald Trump. Um, I'd say the Miss Universe organization is a lot more um, entertainment world-ish, whereas Miss America is very much uh, scholarship and, gotcha. and charity and, and things of that nature. But hmm. the same with Miss Universe organization. I mean, we work with tons of different, you know, causes. But, you know, ours is more of, I mean, did you see the Miss USA this year with the with the photos that Fadil Barishaw, one of my favorite photographers, yeah. did and how risque the pictures were? I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's what the, the industry has I mean, look at the red carpets. People aren't as, you know, <laughs> modest anymore, and I think there's a way to do it. You know, be sexy, sexy and uh, and a lot of the, you know, the women are, are smart as well. And yeah, we've had some, <laughs> you know, bad experiences with, you know, certain people, but that comes right. with everything, you know, and it's just a shame that the pageant world has such a, 
a wrong misconception about it, like they're dumb, they're fake, they're, you know, uh, stuck up. I've, I've had a great experience with it, so for the people that I'm still friends with, I, I have, you know, other okay. things to say about it. But I haven't had a bad experience, so. Very good. Well, we are up to our first commercial break. We're going to uh, head to some commercials, but when we come back, we're going to find out and let everyone know how you made the segue from Miss Teen USA to the Emmy-nominated Shelley Hennig. Stay tuned for more on Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history, or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I'm joined this week by Shelley Hennig. And during the break, we've been Googling each other to see what we could <laughs> find out about each other. Not finding the best of stuff. <laughs> Well, before, before we went to the break, we were talking a, a little bit about how you transitioned from being Miss Teen USA to a Days of Our Lives star, but there was a stop, a daytime stop beforehand, and it involved a role on Passions. Yes. Uh, whoever wins Miss USA or Miss Teen USA, they used to get a role, a free walk-on role. I just said free walk-on role. That doesn't make sense. They used to win a walk-on role on Passions when it was still around. And um, I was a, a nanny, but I looked more like a maid. And I had like one line in the first episode, and then I had to go back a second day, and then I had like a paragraph in the hallway snooping in on, you know, one of the characters on the, a phone call. And Were you whatever. babysitting the monkey? There was a monkey on the show. Did you have any... Sure. No, no, my, I didn't have a cool experience. I mean, I, the storyline was just kind of, it was kind of pretty boring. My my role was not as fun as what others have done, but it was really cool just to be on set. I mean, I had never acted a day in my life. All I knew was dancing, so I just did what I was told, and God, I would hate to look back at that footage. <laughs> well, more talking about footage, uh, I've also, the Internet is, is a, an interesting tool, Oh, yeah. I saw that, supposedly, you actually tried out for your own reality series on an MTV reality series contest sort of thing. Is that true? You know, that's one of those things I'd like to forget about. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it was, um, I was Miss Teen USA at the time, and the offer came through, and the Miss Universe organization highly suggested it, since at the time I was thinking about maybe following in Susie Castillo's footsteps and Vanessa Manillo and doing, like, an MTV VJ thing. Mm-hmm. And because the show was with MTV, I signed up to do it, and I completely regretted it. I will never do reality television again. And, um, yeah, that, that has nothing to do with anything of who I am today. I just did it because no, that's, that's, I, I wasn't smart enough yet. That's, you know, it, it's it was definitely good to know, I think. I, I just, I don't recommend it for anyone who wants to be an actress. I didn't know I wanted to be an actress at the time, though. <laughs> and what was interesting was um, I signed on to do it, and then, um, you know, they had footage of me going to Donald Trump, Mr. Trump, as we call him, uh, his office, and saying goodbye because I was about to give up my title. And it was basically life after the crown is what my reality show is about. And so it was cool. I got my friends involved in Louisiana, and we had a lot of fun with it. But I didn't really like the whole process. Um, but anyway, so I was starting my acting school. So with Miss Teen USA, you win a two-year um, scholarship to the Conservatory for Dramatic Arts oh. in New York City. Um, at the time, it was called the New York School for Trump film and television. Mm-hmm. So I chose to do that because it's free living, free schooling in New York City. And uh, it got me, you know, out of Louisiana, which I absolutely love Louisiana. I just wanted to try something new. So I, I signed on to do it. And I didn't know if I was going to like it, but I was like, well, it's free. I should try. Um, so first day of acting school, I moved into my dorm in New York City. And then Katrina happened two days later. Wow. My mom had to like fly back home, pack everything up and all that stuff, but um, anyway, so it was around that time, and my first day of, of school, I was just like, okay, 
I clearly suck, but there's something about this that I like, <laughs> and I just feel like this is something that I can get really good at. So from then on, I just busted my little butt in that school and, I mean, embarrassed myself, went through humiliating times, and just, it was so humbling. It was just out of my, you know, it was just, yeah, I never thought I, I would be doing something like that, but there was something about it, calling my name, so I just kept trying, but during that time, I was, in the beginning of the school, I was still shooting that reality show, and that's when I, I got the phone call saying it was canceled, and I just, praise the Lord, because it was just, you know, God sent that that happened, because at that time, I realized acting is really what I wanted to do, hmm. um, and I wanted to go about it the right way, with the schooling, and um, right. I had an amazing teacher, Jay Goldenberg, along with many others, and Joan C., the founder of the school, has been so good to me, and she is actually the key to Days of Our Lives. I don't know if you want to go into that, how I book oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Go right ahead. Well, uh, Joan C., the founder of my school, two years later, I see her in the hallway, and I have like three months till graduation, and I'm like, hey, Joan, I just let you know I'm going to L.A. for spring break. Um, I don't know why I brought it up. I guess we were just talking in the hallway, and she was like, you know what, Shelly? You need to meet with my good friend, Roy Steinberg. He works at Days of Our Lives. He's one of the supervising producers. You've been working really hard. I think you should give this guy a call. So she gives me his number. She says, call him when you land. I land. I call him. He says, I need you here in an hour. I am downtown uh, Los Angeles. He's in Burbank. That was like a $70 cab ride. I was like, oh, my God. This is like the last of my cash for my <laughs> vacation. This is going to be worth it. So I go, and he's like, we're screen testing for something tomorrow. You're not right for it, but I want you to read this to me really quick. Oh. I'm like, okay. So I read with him, and he's like, you need to see the producer. So he sends me to Steve Wyman, the producer. He reads with me. He's like, okay, you're not what we're looking for, but I want to throw you in the mix for the screen test tomorrow. Call your agent. Have them call us in the morning. He's probably in New York since that's where you are. Uh, we need to do the contract before you can actually audition. He's like, we're looking for redheads, but I'm going to throw you in the mix. And wow. I just looked at him, and I was like, I don't have an agent. <laughs> oh. And he's like, well, you got to find someone <laughs> to do this contract. Otherwise, you can't audition. So I was like, okay, John Shea, Frontier Booking, I freelanced with him before. We were still kind of working together, but because I was in school, I didn't really want to audition yet. I wanted to graduate, get good before I went out there. Um, so uh, I called him. He didn't answer that night. I, at the time, I was actually supposed to sign with Gersh Agency, and I was out in L.A. to meet with their L.A. office. I didn't have their number after hours. So or any money to get there thing. anymore. What's that? Or any money apparently left to get there. Exactly, exactly. So, and it was after hours. And so anyway, I just went to bed not knowing if I was going to have someone do the, con you know, the contract for me in the morning. I, I was like, well, I'll do it. I don't <laughs> know what's going on. <laughs> so little did I know I could have, I don't know, somehow got a lawyer. But anyway, so long story short, John calls me the next morning. He's like, I'm ready. Let's go. So wow. we get there. We do the contract. I'm sitting in this room, and we're talking as if, you know, they do the contract before it's, you know, you have to do that. So we're talking as if I booked the job and I have to relocate from New York. Uh, you know, all this crazy talk about living in L.A., which is what I wanted to do. Um, and I'm just sitting there like, what, what is going on? And then I go on to hair and makeup, and I look at all the girls. They have red hair and one blonde. And I'm like, okay, this is just <laughs> weird. I don't know what's going on. But I had studied, and I felt prepared as far as the acting went. And... Um, Mary Beth walks into the room, Mary Beth Evans, who played Kayla, and she walks in, introduces herself to all of us, 
instantly I fell in love with her. She was just really sweet and calming. And um, we had a rehearsal. I asked all the right questions. Um, I couldn't remember my lines. Uh, that had never happened before. So I go into my dressing room. I have, like, a nervous breakdown. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm on vacation. What's going on? I'm still in school. All this stuff is going through my head. I calmed down, went back out. Mary Beth squeezed my hand before we went on, and she said, you're beautiful inside and out. Well, let's do this. And then wow. we screen tested, and I left and felt like, you know what, if they don't call me, it doesn't matter because that was my first big audition, and I nailed it. I felt so comfortable with Mary Beth, and she was just so... We just had a great connection, and I think that read throughout, you know, all the scenes that we've ever had, along with Stephen Nichols. And Absolutely. I'm just really thankful for Mary Beth because, you know, if we're any other actress, maybe I wouldn't have done as well. I don't know. But huh. I know that I was paired because I had spent two years at the school just, I mean, I did everything acting. I, I mean, at the time I started the school, I didn't know who Meryl Streep was. I mean, I knew her face, but wow. I didn't know. I, there was so much for me to learn and absorb, you know, directors and producers and movies and, you know, actors. And there was so much that I, I just spent two years really going at it. I mean, after Miss Teen USA, I was in the office of William Morris. And they were like, yeah, let's, let's work. Let's do stuff. And I'm just looking at them like, I don't even know what to tell you what I want to do. I, you know, so I, I looked at my publicist and... I just told her, I said, listen, I don't think an agency is what I need. I think I just need the schooling for now. And I'm so thankful that I did that. And I'm so thankful that it was the New York Conservatory of Dramatic Arts because they definitely had me prepared for this audition. I think if anything else, what this proves for people who are listening out there is, A, things happen for a reason. You opened yes. your mouth and mentioned you were going on spring break for a reason. It, exactly. Uh, and, you know, things sort of, you don't maybe have to know where you're headed uh, initially? No. no, I surely didn't. I was just open to any opportunity, you know. No, that's it's it's definitely a good thing. We're almost up here. We have about uh, about a minute and a half until the break. But just briefly, what did you sort of expect? Did you have any expectations going in and reading for this? Did you, I mean, did you know what to expect, or was it really literally just flying by the seat of your pants? Just. I mean, I, I knew nothing of what to expect. I just knew my training and where how to break down the script and be prepared, you know, as far as acting goes. But, I mean, uh, it just happened so fast, literally overnight. And then I got a phone call two days later saying, you know, Steve Wyman, he's like, so do you want the part? And I'm like, you're asking me wow. if I want it? I, of course. <laughs> and I get off the phone, and Chelsea Cooley, who's a former Miss USA, now Chelsea Altman, goes, uh, don't you want to scream or something? And I went, ah. and I was like, no, I, I don't, because it just doesn't process yet, like, as quickly as most people. I don't know. Call me stupid, but I just... <laughs> no, not at all. Know. We, we, we don't... Uh, we don't and, yeah, we don't call our guests stupid on Soap Central Live, but we do tell them that we have to take a quick break. So we're going to find out about Shelley's first day on the day set coming up after yeah. the break, and we're going to get to that... Emmy nominations. So stay tuned for more of Soap Central Live coming up after the break. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hey soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And you heard the announcer mention, if you'd like to call in and talk to my guest this week, Shelly Henning from Days of Our Lives. Pick up your phone and dial 866-472-5788. And while we're waiting for your calls, we're going to find out about Shelly's first day at Days. Do you remember, Shelly, your first day on the set? Yeah, I almost didn't make it to work. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was staying at a hotel downtown with a friend, and um, I lost my ATM card. Oh, and I was going to have to take a cab, so I went to go get cash, and I didn't have an ATM card. So I was like... Well, I'm screwed. I don't have any money to get to work. And um, I saw another friend of mine, A.T. Dunn, who I am thankful for to this day. He handed me, he went to the bank, got me $500, and wow. said, here, you're going to need this. You're not going to get an ATM card for another week and a half. Um, to this day, he won't let me pay him back. He said pay it forward, which uh, is a really brilliant and very nice thing to do. Anyway, so I got to work in a cab. I was a little bit late, but no one said anything. And um, I just remember I had, like, the most intense dialogue, of course, on my first day. And um, I, it was just, I think the first scene I did, we had to do three different times because uh, I was so nervous. And um, so that was really funny, thinking back on that. Mary Beth was, like, you know, so sweet and just made it so perfect. And, um yeah, and then the next day I was there again, and then I had, like, intense dialogue with Stephen Nichols, and 
I mean, he was telling me he didn't love me, and it was my dad, and he was in the mental hospital, and this oh, is wow. all within, like, you know, two days of work. So I pulled it off somehow, <laughs> um, and uh, it was, <laughs> I'm just really thankful that I started working with Mary Beth Evans and Stephen Nichols first. <laughs> two quick things. One, you seem to have really bad luck with cabs. Uh, <laughs> and two, for folks out there who are listening who may not be uh, diehard Days of Our Lives fans, uh, keep referring to uh, Mary Beth Evans and Stephen Nichols. They are, of course, Patch and Kayla, who I think everybody knows, regardless of what soaps they watch. Yes. So They're fantastic. A little bit about your characters. We, actually, you know what? Let me rewind a little bit. Were you familiar with Patch and Kayla? I know we talked that you weren't really a, a soap fan beforehand, but did you have any sort of inkling of the significance of these two characters? No, not until I got on the phone with Soap Digest and all these different magazines and newspaper articles um, did I realize how big they were. Um, I, that was just, you know, I had never watched a soap, so, I, I mean, I just remember seeing the credits for it. So I didn't know who they were, and I think that that was probably a good thing, otherwise I would have been more nervous. <laughs> well, it's time for someone else to be nervous, possibly. We have a caller online who'd like to speak to you. It oh, is Trish from New York. Trish, you're on the line with Shelly Hennig on Soap Central Live. Hi, Shelly. How are you? Great. How are you, Trish? I'm okay. Um, I just have a question. I've been watching Days of Lives for a couple of years now and been, you know, watching your character for a while, so I wanted to know, do you like the direction your character is going in at this present moment? I do. I think it's a good switch up for the character. Um, I think he was getting pretty boring for a while, in my opinion. And I think other people out there. And uh, I'm having fun playing with what they're writing for me, and I'm really pushing it as far as I can. Now, I have a question for you. Do you like the direction that Stephanie's going in? Um, I guess, you know, I, you know, for such a long time, you know, we watch your character. I guess you're like the do-gooder. You always have a conscience. And I guess nowadays, like the whole line with the pregnancy thing, like, I guess, you know, I didn't really expect that from you. But then I'm wondering, maybe it has something to do with maybe because your parents are not on the scene. Oh, right. I think it's easier. Too. That's what I think, too, because I think your parents are not there, and they usually keep you grounded. Who knows? Right. That's why they have Adrian there, too, as well. I mean, for other reasons, but I think for Stephanie, it's good that Adrian's around, just to keep reminding the audience that Stephanie does have a conscience. She's just been through so much. She's been screwed over by everyone. I mean, think about it. Melanie has taken her ex-boyfriend Max, uh, then Philip, and um, I mean, she's just been such a thorn in her side, so yeah, she's been yeah, through a lot, I and I think she's just finally Thanks doing so much, what she Trish. has to do to get what she wants. Thanks so much, Trish, it, for calling in. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Trish. All right. Have a good day. You too. Now, Trish brings up a, a really good uh, and interesting segue to something. She talked about the change of direction of your character. But about the time that you were joining Days of Our Lives back in 2007, there were a lot of rumors that Days of Our Lives wouldn't even be on the air in 2010. And here we are, midway through the year, and the show is, you know, as strong as ever. Yes. Gary Tillman has done a great job with our, you know, we have a smaller budget now, and we have less time to shoot, and the actors, we literally do everything in one take. Like the episode I submitted for the Emmys, everything was done in one take. Um, it's hard work, and it's, hard to do your best when it's you're under the you know those circumstances but Gary along with Noel Maxim and everyone else who's a part of the show has made it possible for us to still produce really good you know quality work in a short amount of time and money 
Well, since you mentioned it, let's go right to talking about your Emmy submission. For the folks out there who are listening, I've had the opportunity to watch all of the Emmy reels, and that includes yours. But for them out there, would you like to explain a little bit about the episode that you submitted for Emmy consideration? Yes. Uh, I submitted when Philip gets shot in the hotel room. Um, I guess Stefano had someone shoot him, and uh, I come out of the bathroom, the shower, and I see that he's been shot. And uh, it just goes on from there to the hospital and uh, just the next 24 hours, basically, of my fiancé, you know, being shot and almost dying. Now, Pretty I, dramatic, but it's it, a daytime Emmy. So. Oh, it, it was. I mean, it started off with, you know, a, a, a scream, but mm-hmm. it went from there. And I, I have to admit that watching it, it really made me feel for Stephanie. Uh, I mean, it was some really heartbreaking stuff in terms of the scream and then the scene ending with you thinking that Philip is, is coming back to you and he flatlines. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what I like is in between all of the dramatic stuff, there's some simple scenes with Molly Burnett, Melanie, mm-hmm. and uh, John Aniston, um, Victor, Kiriakis, that, you know, calm the episode down so it's not completely dramatic throughout. And I just, when I left work that day, I just felt so proud of the work I had done that when it came time to submit something, I thought, you know, I could submit something a little more smart, uh, you know, smarter acting, like the kidnapping stuff. Um, mm-hmm. That A lot of that I was really proud of. It was different. It wasn't over the top. Well, I mean, some of the kidnapping stuff was <laughs> over the top, but... Uh, I just decided to go with the one that kind of gave me the goosebumps and I felt most proud of and I got the most um, reaction out of people writing in and stuff for. So that's what I went with and um, I'm happy I did. I felt like if I didn't submit that and I submitted something else and wasn't nominated, I would have regretted it. So I'm pretty happy. Where do you go in order to get to such a raw emotion? Uh... It's all in my imagination. Um, okay. It, uh, you know, I, yeah, it's just it's a whole other story for another day. It, you know, it's always different, but um, it's it's acting. You know, it's but it is coming from a true place, some real. You know, but mm-hmm. I, I don't like to use a lot of my real life experiences. It's just not good. So I've learned to use my imagination. That's what they teach you in the school, and um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know how to answer that question because it's different every time. No, that's that's actually that's. The perfect answer. I think that for many people, they think that, uh, you know, you either just wing it, and, and everybody seems to have a different response. We've had uh, some guests on the show who come on and say, you know, it's literally, it's just in the moment, and, and being there and feeling there, and, you know, there's, there's no right answer, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I'll be on set, and all of a sudden I'll look over, and, and I'll see something on the ground that reminds me of when I was 10, and this was happening, and it's the same toy that I, I mean, who knows? Things just, surprises happen also while you're on set. I mean, you can do as much repairing as you want, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's little things like that, like the pillow looks like, I don't know, a pillow your grandmother made you. I, I don't know, <laughs> I'm just making up stuff. And then it takes you to this, like, nostalgic kind of place, and then the scene starts, and you're just, right. you're ready to go. So it just, it kind of depends. Now, a couple seconds ago, you mentioned your co-star Molly Burnett, who plays Melanie. Uh-huh. She has something in common with you. She is also a nominee this year in the Outstanding Younger Actress category. Yay! Yes, she is. Have the two of you talked about your 
dueling nominations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have um, gotten in many fights, a lot of them physical, and um, <laughs> we have a lot of bruises and scratches all over us because of it. But you know what? I think we're going to tame it down for the actual show and um, <laughs> put smiles on our faces. No, I'm just kidding. We're both <laughs> extremely happy for each other, and um, we work really hard, and we're, we just we feel really good about it. But actually, Rachel Melvin, when I was having um, a second thoughts about what I was going to submit, um, she told me to submit the Philip Gets Shot one, and um, she's she's been there for me a lot, and I've learned a lot from her. I mean, she was on when I first started, and she just, you know, showed me the ropes, and she's not this overly sort of bubbly, like, you know, I need everyone to like me kind of person, which is really, um, it was kind of intimidating at first, but I really just, connected with her, along with Molly. I'm just going back to Rachel because I miss her really much, uh, really a lot. But um, she, I learned a lot from her, and um, I miss her, but I know she's doing well. We are, again, almost coming up to another break. We have about two minutes. I wanted to ask you if it's, well, let me not lead you. What do you think of having to choose just one single episode from, you know, possibly up to 200 episodes of the year as the standard for your work for the entire year? Well, I mean, of course, I'd love to choose scenes from different episodes. I mean, wouldn't that be lovely? But um, I think that would be too easy for everyone. You know, doing submitting an entire episode is a chal- the most challenging part, which keeps it, I think, you know, Emmy-worthy because, you know, you shoot an episode all in one day, and um, that could be three hours on set plus or less. It does. I don't. It, it just you know varies. But you know, again, you do everything in one take, so there's so much pressure on you. So if you can find a whole episode where you can't edit it down, and you find a whole episode and people love the entire episode, that's that's you know brilliant. So uh, of course, as an actress, I would love to choose different scenes from different episodes, but I don't think that would be as fun or as challenging. It's also hard watching them, uh, putting, for me anyway, putting myself in the voter's mind and having to pretend that I know nothing about your character and just judging it on, on that one episode. So that's got right. to be difficult, too. We are going to talk about the fun stuff coming up in the next segment. We're going to talk about uh, dresses and red carpets in Las Vegas. Uh, so if you stick around, we'll be back. You guys can still call in, don't forget, at 866-472-5788. But in the meantime, we're taking a break, and we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live after the commercials. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history, or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. 
Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey everybody, welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and we are... Believe it or not, in the last segment of today's show, I'm joined by Days of Our Lives Emmy-nominated star, Shelley Hennig. Shelley, welcome back. Thank you. Now, I'm looking over some stuff here, and this is no doing of your own, but Stephanie was kidnapped as a child. She was kidnapped uh, about a year ago. Why does she keep getting kidnapped? I don't know, man. I guess because uh, her dad... Or just, you know what, people in Salem, they're just all bad news, I swear. <laughs> I mean, even Hope now. Look at her. What is she doing? Yeah, I, gosh, I we're guess just, we're... we're related to all the people in the mafia, <laughs> and no, I don't know. It's, you know, it's it's a lot of fun, though. And that's, that's what I'm saying, though. Stephanie's been through so much. People need to remember that, and then remember that her actions are coming out of what has happened to her in the past. So... I think Stephanie, even with this whole pregnancy stuff and being kind of evil-ish, you know, she still does have her warm heart that she got from her parents. But she's going through things right now, and people need to remember that and just enjoy the ride that she takes and just see what she does next. I think that's what's exciting. I've always been someone that I like when the do-gooder, as uh, Trish called the character back in, in the last segment, when they take that dark twist or when sitcoms yeah, have that one. Yeah, they're not doing it just to do it. They're doing yeah. it because of things that have happened to them. Right. So that's what makes it interesting, and that's why I'm having fun as an actress with it. Well, it's not just of, like, ooh, I want to be evil now, and, you know, I'm playing no, it like I'm coming from an emotional place. Speaking of uh, fun, the daytime Emmys are going to be held in Las Vegas this year. <laughs> yep. What went through your mind when you heard that the best and the brightest from the world of daytime would be in Sin City. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, of course, um, being a Capricorn, being really focused, all and all, like and trying to be really organized. First thing I thought of was, oh no, it's already stressful when it's in Los Angeles, down the street from where you live. <laughs> now I've got to like load all my stuff and get it to Vegas and get me to Vegas and figure out a makeup and hairstylist and how am I going to get them there? Or do I know one in Vegas? Anyway, all that aside, I'm really happy it's in Vegas. I think it'll be a lot of fun and different. I'm looking now, forward to it. We found out over the past couple of weeks uh, what some of our guests' games of choice are. Uh, last week, let's see, two stars from All My Children revealed that they like roulette and blackjack and have actually used gambling as a uh, studying for some of their characters. Do you have a game of choice, Shelley? Blackjack. 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 I will play blackjack, nothing else. I mean, I'll try other things, but I usually lose my money really quickly in anything but blackjack. Blackjack is fun for me because I can sit there for a while and not go completely broke and even come up $40, you know, more rich. So <laughs> my dad lives in Biloxi, Mississippi, and he's got the casinos all, all over there. So the last time I was home, he, he took me and I played blackjack, and I think I won about 80 bucks. Hey, I, I'm I'm more visual. I need the bells and whistles and stuff going on. And uh, uh, you're one of those people. <laughs> I'm from the Atari generation. We need tax right. <laughs> I just like to keep my money, so I found a game that allows me to do that as much as possible. No, I don't think that's. And you don't have to worry about picking numbers. You don't have to worry about pulling handles. Yeah, roulette. Roulette is just ridiculous. I cannot figure that game out. People love it. So it's fifty dollars on black. Boom. They win. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> I hate that 50-50 chance. Awful. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, at least it's 50-50, but no, you're right. You know, $50 on, on black and it comes up red 16 or whatever and yeah. they're on. <laughs> so. Now, some people consider it a gamble when they have to go and pick out their dress for the red carpet. Have you picked out your Emmy dress? I have not. I've been looking. Having an open mind, but I You're have not found one yet. Aware that the Emmys are in 23 days. Yes, I am. <laughs> this happens every year. It's always last minute. Um, I, I love fashion. I love clothes. And, I, of course, I love dresses. And I used to hate long gowns. I actually wanted to wear a short dress for the first two Emmys that I went to. Wound up not doing it. Kind of wish I had just to be different. But um, I'm really liking the long gowns nowadays. So um, I don't know. But then again, it's in Vegas. But maybe everyone's going to wear a cocktail because it's in Vegas. So maybe I should stick with the gown. I don't know. Any suggestions? Uh, as someone who doesn't wear either short gowns <laughs> or long gowns. I was um, talking about the collars. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Um, I, the only thing that I can think of is that it's Las Vegas in the summertime, and it's going to have to be about 7,000 degrees on the red carpet. Right, which we're used to because, uh, what was it, the, um, what's it called, the Kodak Theater two years ago? Oh, was my goodness. amazingly hot. Oh, so hot. And my dress was so thick. It was by Nick Ferrios from Project Runway. Yeah. And it was beautiful. I loved it. Um, and I'm actually thankful that it was that thick because it absorbed all the sweat. <laughs> How gross is that? Oh. See, life as a soap star is not very glamorous. But it's apparently not so bad if you have an absorbent dress. Exactly. Do you have a so color you, at least in mind of something that, you know, a color that you're leaning towards? I don't. I'm completely open. <laughs> I, I'm i going to know when I put it on. Okay. So I'm just, I'm having an open mind, even with colors, because I've worn 
tan, black and white, and then solid black. So I don't think I'm going to go black or white this year. Hmm. No, I think last year the big color was blue. Was it? I, I love so. yellow, but I feel like someone always does yellow every year. Big so I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe tie-dye or something. I don't know. Tie-dye? That would be... Uh... <laughs> okay. I'm sure they get worse dress, okay? <laughs> as long I haven't as you done get, that yet. <laughs> as long as you get one, I don't want to see you on the red carpet running down in, uh, in, in jeans and a T-shirt. <laughs> Why not? That would be great, too. Hey, if they won't let us wear it. I'm not going to let you get off that easily, too. Now, as I mentioned... Uh, I can't believe we're almost out of time, but just really quickly in maybe a minute or so, can you give folks a little something to get by uh, since they didn't have Days of Our Lives today and they'll have to wait until Monday, just a, a little sneak peek or a tease that will get them to want to tune in on Monday? Well, I think what aired yesterday, a friend of mine just texted me, um, was, I mean, I only know my storyline, unfortunately. Uh, fine. But... Um, she threw away her birth control pills, mm. and um, she has been sleeping with Nathan, and uh, all of a sudden, they start talking um, about, you know, being parents, and Stephanie realizes how important of a decision it will be for Nathan. She starts to freak out, goes to her Aunt Adrian. she suggests taking Plan B, and um, so she takes the pill as Nathan is walking into the bedroom and sees the package. Dun, dun, now, dun. that will be interesting to see how Nathan reacts. Wow. And if Stephanie is going to lie or tell the truth. That will definitely be interesting. Uh, I want to thank you so much for dropping by today's show, Shelley. Thank you. This was fun. And for those of you out there, I want to thank you for tuning into the show. Of course, you can catch Days of Our Lives every weekday on NBC. And if you can't watch the show during its daytime broadcast, for now, you can still catch up with same-day repeats on SoapNet, or, of course, you can stream the show online at NBC.com. And don't forget to tune in to the Daytime Emmys on June 27th at 9 p.m. on CBS. Of course, I'll be there in Las Vegas. We'll find out exactly what Shelley chose as her Daytime Emmy dress. I just told you, tie-dye. Tie okay, we're going tie-dye. There it is. <laughs> so we'll see pictures of tie-dye. Oh, well, well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, tune into SoapCentral.com and, of course, here Soap Central Live every Friday. I'll be back again next week for another edition of Soap Central Live. Until then, I'm Dan Kroll signing off. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.